Jehovah Rapha. Come on, Jehovah Rapha. You are my healer. Anybody need a healer, call him Rapha. Just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Church, amen again. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because at the cross, he first loved me. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And we are told to come collectively, not forsaking the gathering of ourselves together to lift up your name, to praise you for who you are, that you're King of kings and Lord of lords. And God, we sanction who you are. We praise you for waking us up this morning. We exalt you for bringing us from such a mighty long way. And God, we thank you for comforting us in all of our trials and tribulation that we may comfort others with the same comfort that you comfort us with now glorify yourself convict convince if need be convert comfort us and strengthen us in jesus name amen let's give the lord a hand clap bless the lord Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Bless the Lord. Praise his holy and everlasting name. I want you to remember something. God is never caught off guard. When we are messed up, when we are caught off guard, God, God is never caught off guard. Can I get a witness? And we thank God from whom all blessings 
flow. This morning we'll be in Galatians chapter 5, and I hope to extend just a bit my uh, thought patterns from this morning. Galatians 5 verse 1, when you get it, say amen. Galatians 5 verse 1, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. That's the first part. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That's the second part. The keys here are freedom and bondage. Freedom and bondage. Medicines are designed to correct, counter, and cure ailments to the body. Once diagnosed by a doctor, deficiencies and dysfunctions are discovered, which divides one's health. And as these medicines are applied, that is, health is brought back into harmony. In a similar sense, spiritually, mankind has been diagnosed with a debilitating disease called sin. I don't think we've ever fathomed the degree by which sin has messed us up. I, I, I really don't think that we even understand this disease, and David said, I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And uh, Isaiah said to the nation, the whole head is sick. That sin is a serious sickness that dehabilitates mankind. We have not recovered from the fall of Adam. We really messed up, really messed up. And and those who don't think they're that messed up are more messed up. The fact that you're in denial is evidence that you're more messed up than you really understand. And and and, and you see people go into counseling and they they're they're in denial. They 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 don't agree with you about their person. They don't they don't they cannot square away with you about the level of their disease. Because, because the nature of the flesh always paints a deceptive picture of who we are. Do I have a witness? So, so if I keep looking at my personal mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? The mirror is going to keep coming back lying to me. Can I get a witness? And some of us have been lied to so much that we just a lie. Yeah, we a lie. We, we, we just live a lie. We are a lie. We, we, we continue to believe a lie. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that God almost has to shake us to wake us up. Can I get a witness? Uh, that, that, that we are good for nothing. Amen. And all have sinned and fallen short. Of the glory, there's none righteous but you. No, not one. In the name of Jesus. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that uh, it takes, we got to work overtime just to come to the realization that I'm so messed up that I actually feel sorry for myself. I'm, I'm actually a victim. I'm actually, I actually got an excuse why I feel the way I feel. That, that when we look at this, this matter of our sinfulness, amen, this sinfulness is uh, innate, it's, it's invisible, it's inevitable, and uh, because of this Adamic nature, and, and it interferes with one's belief and behavior. 
do I have a witness? If you behave wrong, it's because you believe wrong. Lord have mercy. I, I'm trying to get this out to you. Can I get a witness? When I believe right, I behave right. And, 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 and so, child of God, when we begin to look at the lack of in, uh, enlightenment and enablement, the damage, the dysfunction, uh, as well as the ultimate defeat, um, we, we need a medicine from God. He said, I am a bomb in Gilead that will heal the sin-sick, what? Soul. So, so, so we, we need to start on that premise, it's, amen, that, that, that as we begin to look at this matter of health, healing, and harmony, amen, uh, we, we need to, and this is the name of my sermon, listen, total recall, we need to understand both grace and truth. That, that's, that's the total recall. Too many people, they just want grace. Can I get a witness? And see, listen, grace is the release, and truth is the reform. Lord, have mercy. That what grace does, grace, grace deals with my theological guilt, my shame, my sense of condemnation, my curse, amen, my corruption, my destiny in hell. All that is released, as I believe, that Jesus, the Christ, Son of the living God, God the Son, died for my sin, was buried, and rose again. Do my ABC. Admit that, amen, I'm a sinner. Believe in my heart that he died for my sins. Are y'all getting this? And confess that he's Lord and God's Son, Son of God. That is, when I do that, the Bible says I'm released. Now, now, now we can't add to that child of God. Some people want to add tongues. Some people want to add dancing and shouting. Some people want to add fasting. Some people want to add offices and works. You can't add to that. That's something you and I had nothing to do with. Can I get a witness? For by grace, love, we don't deserve unmerited favor. Are you saved through faith? And that faith is not yours. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. That is a gift of God, lest any man should boast. There's no boasting. If you saved this morning, there's nothing to boast about. Amen. He who knew no sin became sin. He snatched us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. It's free. Salvation is free, but it cost him something. Cost him everything. Can I get a witness? So, 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 so what tends to happen in these theological circles is that we, we have this grace and Paul challenges us in Romans 6, he says, shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? And the answer is, God forbid, no. Grace is the release. There's a compound effect in this medicine, but truth is the reform. Now, now, now let, me, let, me, let me slow up because I understand we're on TV. I want everybody to get this. When I got saved, my salvation was instantaneous. Can I get a witness? I asked God to come into my life. I asked Jesus to come into my life. He died for my sins. It was instantaneous. But listen, my reforms took years. I, I, in, in other words, amen, uh, things did not start to improve until the Holy Spirit, through truth, truth is a change agent, began, Lord have mercy, to work in my life. Do I have a witness? But never once, never once when I got saved did I defend my sin. Never once when I got saved did I make excuses that my sin was all right. I knew my sin was wrong. I was weak, wounded, weary, and worn, and I was asking God to change me. How many people understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I was burdened before the Lord. I was, I, amen, I couldn't rest before the Lord until the Lord started changing me. He's a change agent. And everybody that meets Jesus, they got to change. Can I, now, 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 the change might be slow. The change 
might crawl, the change might not even be recognizable, but there's change. That hideous, hairy caterpillar takes time to turn into a beautiful butterfly. And it's got to go through a cocooning process, which causes pain. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, child of God is here, is here that Paul begins to bring these two together, the release and the reforms. And when the reforms come in, I, I stop living a defeated life and I experience deliverance, habits and hindrances take a back seat. Can I get a witness that, that, that as I grow in grace, listen, the release is forgiveness, but the reforms is freedom. Now, everybody that's been released is not free. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't got to say amen. I'll say it for you. We're we not free because we don't have total recall. And, and it's here, it's here that um, grace and truth are components which come together. And, and here's Paul, pros Galatia. He's preaching to the churches, plural, at Galatia. Galatia was in Asia Minor, and Galatia is our modern-day Turkey. And Paul was preaching. Paul wrote 13 epistles. This is one of the 13. And, and uh, uh, the people of Galatia were called Gauls who came out of France. Paul, 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 Paul is giving a medicine for spiritual, emotional, psychological freedom. Chapter 1, we see a call to the faith. Chapter 2, we see some contention concerning circumcision. Him and Peter, they have a big argument. And Paul said, I rebuked him before everybody. And uh, because Peter, when he was with the Jews, ate kosher meat. And when he was with the Gentiles, he ate uh, pig feet and ribs. So, so everybody was confused. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and then in chapter 3, we see this battle between works and faith. And then chapter 4, we see a conflict between flesh and spirit. Amen, which is an allegory. But here in chapter 5, we see a capacity for freedom. Now, let me stop pausing part because... In my saved life, I have not always been free. A train on a track, Lord have mercy. A train off the track might seem free, but it will derail. A train on a track is running properly. When you and I are on God's track, we're running properly. When we're doing whatever we want to do, when we want to do it, we are derailing. Do I have a witness? And, and child of God, make no, make no mistake, this is a teaching ministry. In this, where we are today, and, and, and you're looking at what ha just happened in Britain, where we are today, we don't need to look at uh, the climate of the day and determine what's getting ready to happen, we need to look at the Bible and understand what's happening. Do I have a witness? That everything today is being put together for the coming of the Antichrist. The rapture is going to take place first, and then the economic, the political, the religious, and social systems will fall into his lap. Can I get a witness? I heard, I heard a preacher, and he didn't mean any harm, but he said in Revelation 6, and I saw a white horse. Well, that ain't Jesus. That's the Antichrist. That's a false, yeah, the four apocalyptic horses, that's all about the Antichrist. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, when we begin to look at this matter of release and reform, mm between my release and between my reform was a lot of mess. Are y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, we, we struggle between the two. We struggle between the natures. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and in Dr. Henry Cloud's book on changes that heal, 
he deals with three ingredients of growth. Listen to this, grace, truth, and time. Grace, truth, and time. I love that. Grace is God's unconditional love and acceptance. God is love. Grace is that relational aspect of God, but truth is that structural aspect of God. And, 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 and when these two come together, listen to this, it reverses, it reverses the effects of the fall. I'm talking about the fall of Adam. It reverses the effects of the fall because grace releases us from the penalty of sin. Truth reforms us by the power, amen, of him. From the power of sin. That is, you can, you can escape the penalty, but not the power. That, 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 that power, Paul said in Romans 6, sin shall not have dominion over you where we obey it. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so one of the things that in this post-modern, moder, uh, 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 this post-modernism that we call, which has no absolutes, here's what it says in Romans 1 about truth. Now, now stop. And they, talking about Gentiles who lived kinky lives, and they suppressed the truth. They held it down. Why did man hold truth down? They knew truth, but they suppressed it. By suppressing it, they didn't have to be reminded of God in their sin. Can I, are y'all you, you getting me? So, so you can agree with what you want to agree with, but the word of God is the authority. They held it down, and look, they knew God, but they glorified him not as God. Lord, have mercy. And what God did, once they suppressed truth, God gave them up, yeah, up, up, and over to a reprobate mind to dishonor their own bodies. So here's what God does. God says, okay, you don't want truth? You don't want truth? Then I'll let this thing boomerang and I'll let you have your own way and you're going to destroy yourself. Do I have a witness? You know why we're not destroyed this morning? Because Jesus stepped in. You know why you don't have a needle in your arm? Because Jesus stepped in. You, you know why you didn't die to AIDS? Because Jesus stepped in. You know why you woke up early this morning? Because Jesus stepped in. Don't you ever believe it was because of you. He, he stepped, he stepped, he stepped, he stepped in, and, and they dishonored themselves, men with men, women with women, doing those things that are not convenient. Yeah, I know you get quiet on that. See, the problem is when we don't preach the whole council, you are left to yourself to fill in the blanks. You got preachers around here preaching on prosperity and reinventing yourself and uh, starting a new business. Uh, you ain't preaching the word of God. The word, this word, this word, this word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a, it's a light unto my path. Can I get a witness? This word is forever settled in heaven. The word cannot come back void. It can't come back empty. It's got to accomplish what it sets out to do. Can I get a witness? Uh, and, 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 and so, child of God, when we look at this total recall, this total recall, this total recall, I, I want to look at five critical components of truth. Just truth, truth. Now, we understand the release of grace. We, man, we understand it. We understand. Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner. Instantaneously, because you believe my report, you're saved. You are released. Yeah. The problem in the church we just want to know we've been released, but we want to stay in hell. Lord, have mercy. We, you know, we, 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 we still want those delicacies of Egypt. We want to live like the world. We want to think like the world. We want to act like the world. I just want to know when I die, I'm going to heaven. Well, you may be going to heaven, but you're going to be in hell on earth. Do I have a witness? No joy, no fellowship, no victory, no power. Can I get a witness? And be careful you don't go to heaven as a cracked vessel. I'll talk about that too. Can I get a witness? 
that, that as we look at this matter of standing fast, I want, the, the, the first thing I want to bring out, the truth of God confronts our sins. My Lord, turn to John chapter 8. Turn back to John chapter 8. John chapter 8 to your left. John chapter 8. I'm going to do this as expeditiously as possible. The first nine verses is the familiar narrative of a woman caught in the act of adultery. Remember that? Which really had nothing to do with the woman. After, after she got caught, it was Jesus and the Pharisees. Are y'all getting this? Caught in the act. Now, we can relate to this woman because all of us have been caught in the act. Yeah, when you were in the act, you was your own caught. You was your own witness. Caught in the act. Turn your neighbor and say, caught in the act. No, I was caught in the act. Yeah, all right. Caught in the act. She was caught in the act. Caught in the act. Caught in the act. Caught in the act of adultery. Yeah. And see, and see uh, 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 that's why we can't witness to other people. Because we think we better than they are. We think God gave us some supernatural privilege. Do I have a witness? But, 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 but she was, she, she now, now, now hang in there. Look at verse, uh, amen. Look at verse 9 and verse 8. And again, Jesus stooped down because they, they challenged him. Moses said to Stoner, what do you say? And they which heard it, being convicted, he said, he that is without sin, amen, cast the first stone. The word sin is in the singular, this specificity, this sin. Now, that's something talking to the leaders of the land. Jesus said, he that is without this sin of adultery, cast the first stone. And the Bible says they start laying their stones down. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, I had to lay it down. Amen. They, they laid it down and, uh, and, and as he wrote on the ground, verse 9, and they went out. And when Jesus had lifted up himself, now watch this now. He was alone, verse 9, with the woman. The woman standing in the midst, when Jesus had lifted himself up, he saw none but the woman. Now stop. Kent, God will personally deal with us one-on-one. He ain't going to deal with you in church. He's going to wait till the church go home. He's going to catch you in your car, catch you. At, at, at night in your house, catch you at work. He, he was alone with the woman. My God. Mm. What would God say to you alone? That's something to think about. We have built up all these pillars of greatness, grandeur, and glory until we can't even fathom being with Jesus one-on-one. He, he was alone, he was alone, he was alone, he was alone. And look what he says in verse 10. Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee. Now stop. Cleve. He said no man. Has no man accused you? She said no man, Lord. See, man is not what you got to worry about. It's God that you have to worry about. So Jesus said, once she called him Lord, neither do I condemn thee. Now I'm God and I'm not condemning you. That's the release. Jesus will release you from your sins through salvation. That means all of my sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Now, some denominations got a problem with this theology, Roy. They say, well, God will forgive you, but you know what? You can't go right back out tomorrow and do something where you're going to hell. That, that ain't what the Bible says. All denotes all. Past, present, and future, God has already wiped the slate clean. That's See, see, listen, 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 listen. And we got the greatest choir in the world. The choir should not be the basis of your shouting. The praying should not be the basis of your shouting. 
what ought to be the basis of your shout when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. That, that's that emotion. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to thank you. And, and you know what you do? Listen, listen, listen. If it helps you to crystallize his praise, do it by year. Lord, <laughs> let me thank you for the 60s. You brought me through them terrible 60s. Lord, Lord, let me thank you for the 70s. Lord, let me thank you for the 80s, 90s. Lord, let me thank you when I was getting high. Let me thank you when I was getting drunk. Let me thank you when I was fornicating. Let me thank you when I was gambling. Let me thank you when I was in jail. Let me thank you when I was strung out on drugs. Lord, let me thank you. Let me thank you. Let me, let me thank you through this tough divorce. Let me, let me thank you when the kids went wayward and I kept on praying and you brought them back anyhow. Let me thank you. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endure forever and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You don't need no new material. Praise him on the old material. The Lord has bought me from a mine. Laying up in a hospital with tubes in you and the doctor's got a bad report. I'm preaching to somebody. Can I get a witness? Full of hell in your life and can I get a witness? But the Lord brought you out with a shout. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to thank you. You've been better to me than I am to myself. Thank you, Lord. You watched over me. Thank you, Lord. Put food on my table, clothes on my back, money in my pocket, and I wouldn't even tithe in. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I've already come. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much, too much, too much about him. Uh, uh, have no man condemned thee. No man, Lord, neither do I condemn thee. That's the release. Now, here's the reform, but go and sin no more. Now, 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 watch out, watch out now, watch out. The word sin is in the singular. He's not telling the woman to be perfect from here on out. Don't repeat this sin. Y'all ain't getting this. You could have got stoned today, so I, I pulled you out of bed with some hope. Don't, don't, don't go back to the vomit dog. Oh, I'm preaching up in here. Can I, don't, don't, don't return to the slop pig. Uh, do I have a witness? He, he, he's saying, but here's the reform. Leroy, go and sin no more. He exposes. Don't he expose? For the word of God is sharp, powerful. Hebrews 4. Power, power, more powerful than any two-edged sword, dividing between son and soul and spirit, and the zern of the thoughts, intents of the heart. You better understand that sword, that word, cuts. Listen, it cuts our soul away from our bondages. It cuts the truth. The truth exposes. It cuts 
so that I'm not under the old master anymore. Do I have a witness? We got two natures. Don't we have two natures? The old and the new, the Adamic and the, and the Christ-centered uh, nature. And, 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 and so here's what he's saying. He's saying, uh, amen, in this matter, Lord, have mercy of God confronting our sin and it's one-on-one. -on -one. So God has already had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you about your sin. Already. If, if there's going to be victory, there's got to be reform. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so the second component here is the truth of God is not only, amen, God confronting our sins, but the truth of God is God, is the truth of God is inferring a continuance in the scriptures. Now, this is not exposing, this is educating. Now, now look at chapter 8, verse 31. Now, you, I, I, I don't have time, but this is the um, Feast of Tabernacles where they would put up these lights in the temple. Jesus waited at night till they put up the lights. Then Jesus showed up and said, I am. <laughs> Ego eni. I am the light of the world. And, and so him and the Pharisees got into it. They started challenging his claim. Here's what he told the Pharisees real quick. He said, if you do not believe you will die in your sin, singular, the singular sin that they were going to die is, and it's called this, it, listen, listen it, it is the rejection of Jesus, which, 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 which we call the what? What sin is that? The unpardonable sin. You can't commit the unpardonable sin today. The unpardonable sin was rejecting Jesus in the fullness of his light. And, 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 and so he says, you will die in your sin. So when the world rejects Jesus, and I don't care if it's a movie star, I don't care if it's your greatest, amen, entertainer, uh, we just pray for people to get saved. But you leave here unsaved, you're going to hell. Don't let anybody fool you. Can I get a witness? I don't care what you did on earth. I don't care how great you were on earth. I don't care how many, amen, uh, how many different stadiums you sang at or how many uh, platforms you had, how rich you were. If you don't know him on the release side, I'm preaching up in this place, you're going to hell. You can paint it any way you want to paint it. You're going to hell. And so, child of God, is here in the eighth chapter that Jesus says something very, very peculiar. Uh, then he said, verse 31, to those Jews which believed on him, if conditional, if you continue continuance in my word, then are ye my disciples. Indeed. Now let me stop because pastor trying to teach you something. People who are proponents of lordship salvation, that's unbiblical. There's a difference between being saved and being a disciple. You don't do, if you're not a disciple, you can still be saved. Well, you got a problem with 1 Corinthians 3 about the carnal Christian. That the, the fact of the matter is, Jesus started out, if I were to ask you how many disciples did Jesus have, and you said 12, you're wrong. He started out with 70 disciples. 58 of them turned back. Then they turned back. And then he turned to Peter and said, will you also leave? And Peter said, where are we going to go? You got the words of eternal life. So a disciple is one who learns. Disciple is one who's taught. Disciples, one who imitates their teacher. Let me, let me. Not didaskalos, a Greek word for teacher. He's talking about disciple. Amen. Look what he says. If you continue, continuance in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Now, look at the progression. It seems to infer that as I imitate my Lord, as I follow the teachings of my Lord, yeah, 
as, as I'm fellowshipping with my Lord, that, verse 32, and ye shall, here it is, know the truth. And you don't know the truth when you come to church once a year. You don't know the truth when you don't never come to Bible study. you one of these self-made prophets that went in the corner with your Bible and taught yourself. You, you, no, 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 ain't nothing like that. God gave teachers to the body. Do I have a witness? Lord, have mercy. Look what he says. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Make you free. Now, the inference is, for you to be made free, you were in bondage to something. Are y'all getting this? Mm. That as we look at this matter of release and reform, Dr. Bettner, I had a release instantaneously, but my reforms didn't come to later. I had to grow. I had to make some mistakes. I had to grow in grace. I, I kept falling. I kept, come on now, I kept falling down. Yeah, I kept falling. I, I, I know folks don't like to hear this. I kept falling down. I, 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 uh, Paul, Paul said in Romans 7, uh, the word I is used 25 times. Paul was saved 20 years. Paul said, you know what? With my mind, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh, the law of sin. And Paul, Paul kept saying, and, and the word I is, I mean, the letter I is in the letter sin. It's to send a letter. Every time, and some of us can't get rid of I. I can talk about that all night. You have to insert I in everything. I's got to be in your opinions. I got to be in your advice. I's got to be in your experience. Everything is I, 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 and I, and you are shattered the worst because you can't take a back seat. When you got to keep injecting yourself, you are, you are broken. There's some people in this church, I ain't never heard them say, well, I just don't know. You got a position on everything. You think you was God. Pastor, I'm praying I have no answer. <laughs> That's humility. When you got to sit in a seat of authority all the time and give people the impression that you all listen to bag of chips, you are more broken than you know. I, I, I got to get myself in this equation some kind of way. I need the applause. I need the appreciation. I need the attention. Why don't you just take a back seat? Keep quiet. Check this out. See, that was Peter's problem. The other 11 disciples ain't never say nothing. Peter was the one. And Jesus loved Peter. Peter was the one. Four o'clock in the morning, Jesus walking on the water, breaking all the laws of aquadynamics. He walking on top of the water, and the boat is, the boat is going like this. And all the disciples in the boat scared. They thought they saw a ghost. And here go Peter. Lord, bid me to come. Jesus said, come on, Peter. Peter got on the water, and the water stopped feeling good, and he started going down because he took his eyes off Jesus. Lord, all of them will leave you. I'll never leave you. He said, Peter, that cock going to crow, and you won't know. And, 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 and then the Bible got a nerve to say, that's what I like about the Holy Spirit, that while, while all the disciples scattered after the garden of Gethsemane and Peter was warming his hands in the fire, that one of the maidens said, aren't you one of them? Listen, listen to this, your speech gives you away. And the Bible says, Peter started cussing, I ain't no daggone, I ain't no daggone disciple, I don't know no Jesus. Leave that one alone. So, so from, from, from the story of Peter, we know safe folk can cuss. <laughs> I 
That boy was cussing like a sailor, man. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. If you continue, Raymond Gordon, not in the auxiliary, not in the tradition, not in the club, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. See, see, that's why, that's why, and it changes your whole concept because, uh, Lord have mercy. I don't care where I fly to, where I go. Wherever I go, wherever I go, God is there waiting on me. If I make my bed in hell, Psalm 139, he's there. If I, if I, if I fly on the wings of the morning, he's there. You, you can't get rid of God. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so the truth of God's, of, of God infers a continuance in the scriptures, but third, the truth of God involves a confidence, encouragement in God. Turn to 1 John 5.14 real quick. Come on now. We can, we can do this. We can do this. 1 John 5.14, in the name of Jesus. That's to your right. 1 John 5.14. When you get to say amen. Amen. All right, here we go. And this. Is the confidence, you know, I love 1 John. 1 John is about fellowship. John talks about, listen, he talks about everyone begotten of God. Lord, have mercy. Loves those that are begotten of him. I'll, I'll go into some other time. And this is the confidence that we have in him. Now, people that have just been released is not going to have this kind of confidence in him. These are people that are reformed. That if we anything according to his will. Now, 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 I just said a whole bunch. They, they are persuaded. They got a priority, and there's a purifying effect. The reason he's saying according to his will is because Psalm 37 said, when your desires become my desires, ask what you will. And, and, and child of God, the spiritual person does not just pray a whole bunch of mumbo-gumbo. The spiritual person prays back to God the word of God. I'm preaching up in this place. The reason David was a man after God's own heart is because David kept reminding God of his promises. Lord, you said, oh, I wish I had a witness up in here. So if you are a tither, you, you know what the Bible says, coming to the tither and your money's getting tight, you got every right to get on your knees and say, but Lord, you say, I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? That child of God, child of God, child of God. According to his will. Remember Jesus was in the garden and, and Jesus stepped away from sight and said, y'all stay awake one hour. And he went and prayed and sweat like drops of blood fell from his brow. Remember, and remember he said, what, what was Jesus' prayer? He, he said, Father, if it's possible, pass this cup. The cup was death. But then he immediately said, nevertheless, not my will, but may thine will be done. Now let me, let me, let me, let me put something on that. Jesus prayed that back to the Father. Lord, you know, I don't want to drink it, but if it's your will, I'll drink it. Because Jesus and every believer understands that whatever God's will is, is the best thing for your life. That, and we know that all things keep working together for the God of them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. Mm. Look what he says. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. That there's an obedience factor in prayer. John 15, 7. Prayers are answered because we have petitions that we ask of him. My God, 
You, you remember growing up as a child when, li, li, listen, and I want to go back to Paul's statement, when I was a child, thought as a child, understood as a child, but when I became man, put away childish things. As a child, when your parents said no, as a child, you thought that they were holding back from you. Isn't that right? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, you can't have this candy because I'm about to serve dinner. Are y'all getting this? No, you can't go out because I need to. So God is saying that when he says no, it is the best possible thing for you at that particular moment. It doesn't mean he won't give it to you. Lord, have mercy. Maybe he won't give it to you right now. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so the truth of God, Lord, have mercy, there is not only a confrontation to our sin and a continuance, amen, hallelujah, uh, and, and, and this matter of eraser, uh, it, it's, it's a continuance, it is, it, it is an encouragement, it is a confidence, but fourth, the truth of God involves a cleansing. Go back to Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Now, I know they ain't preaching this no more. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. We are called to liberty. We're called to freedom. We're called to liberty. Amen. And there is a compassion for us to love one another. Amen. And when you look at verse 13, amen, Paul is dealing with some deep words in the Greek, and one of them is opportunity. Your, your, your Bible may say something else, but the word opportunity often refers to the central base of a military operation. That, that God is saying, I got a central base, amen, in which all orders are being followed, and verse 15, there's conflict, watch this now, there's conflict, amen, in the picture. The, the conflict is, verse 15, hang in there, but if we bite and devour one another, and that picture's taken from a mad dog that's trying to destroy somebody. God says, if you bite and devour one another, you, amen, that ye be not consumed one of another, and then verse 16 talks about the control factor. This I say, walk in the Spirit. That means come under the control of the Holy Spirit, and you will not live out, come on now, the, 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 the sins of the flesh. My God, how do you walk under the control of the Holy Spirit where you and I, on a daily basis, must trust Jesus? with our direction. We, we got to say, Lord, I need you to lead me, guide me, direct me. This is all about guidance. I don't need to guide myself. I don't need to put on my GPS. I need to listen to Jesus. Can I get a witness? And, 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 child, and child of God, child of God, child of God, he's talking about these reforms. So we got churches, we got people, we got evangelists, we got preachers, pastors, and and bishops on TV telling you it's okay to live any way you want to live just as long as you believe in Jesus. They might be going to hell and they're going to take a whole lot of going to hell with them. I said this this morning about my prayer. I've never prayed this in public. This is my prayer in private. Pastoring this church 29 years. This is my prayer. I said, Lord, you got to keep your hands on me. Unless I destroy myself and everybody following me. If you don't keep your hands on me, this ship coming apart. Are y'all getting this? Lord, if you don't direct my paths, if you don't protect me from myself, turn to your neighbor and say, from myself. Not, not from the elements of the world, but myself. Myself can destroy me. Yourself can bring you down. Yourself can shatter you. 
Finally, the truth of God is a calming agent. It eases. Now, this is probably more profound than anything I've covered thus far. The word truth has three different definitions. It is a help. It's a healer. But truth denotes us forbidding and stop hiding. When Adam and Eve sit in the garden, first thing they did was hid. And they took fig leaves to cover themselves. The word gnusko is intimacy. When Paul says that I may know him. Here's where most of us are affected. And I want you to listen. This, this is real reform therapy. As we continue in this word, as we as confidence, as we are confronted by our sin, all the seeds that are laid out, God the Holy Spirit starts dealing with me about not hiding any longer. Intimacy to the world is physical closeness, kissing, breathing hard, hugging. God, that ain't intimacy to God. Inti intimacy to God is self-disclosure. It's when you and I can risk our psychological, emotional, and mental on him. That if you're married, you're not, I don't care how many years you've been married. You're not intimate until you can fully be undressed before each other. When, when there's disclosure, when your mate sees everything, even your fears. And, and when you and I take it upon ourselves to say, well, I would share this with you, but you might use it against me, then you need more truth. Not your mate, you need more truth. Because you're still leaning on self. You're leaning on your own reasoning power. Do I have a witness? See, child of God, intimacy with God is saying, Raymond Gordon, let down the curtains. Disclose everything. All your vulnerabilities, all your risks, all your history, all your habits, all your hindrances, let it all down. We got people that are married that don't even know each other on that level. You walked up the aisle with somebody that you had a date with and got engaged to. Lord, I'm preaching up in this place. Went out to a couple of dinners and you're going to marry them and there's no disclosure. Disclosure says I'm risking my situation on God and because strongholds are self Lord have mercy, erected protective devices. And Paul talks about getting rid of the strongholds. So I can learn to be intimate. Intimacy is me letting everything on the line, not worrying about you hurting me. Not worrying about you using my history against me. Not worrying about what words you're going to say to me. No, I got enough truth that I can trust Jesus. Do I have a witness? And child of God, child of God, child of God, uh, child of God, the fact of the matter is there's no more camouflaging. Paul says that I may know him in the power. Now, now when I was in the world, I, I, I had women on dates say to me, well, you know, you deep because I've been here with you three hours and you laugh and grin, but I don't know nothing about you. You ain't revealing nothing. And I said, I won't. <laughs> I got to tell you nothing. We really don't know each other. We can sleep in the same bed and not know each other. We can have wedding bands on and not know each other. We can be in Christ and not know each other. Because everybody's walking around like Adam and Eve, hiding. Am I right, Leroy? We, we sit around hiding. Well, I, I'm not going to let this one out. And you, you ain't got to tell me nothing. I know what the Bible says. All have sinned. You're, listen, we're filthy rags. Do I have a witness? 
But the more that I may in, listen, the more that I can let down trust in Jesus, the more that I can disclose the free I am. Mm, the free I am. And it takes submission and humility to do that. Baby, I love you, but I'm, I'm not as strong as I appear to be. Did you hear that? I put on this front that I'm strong. I'm not that strong. I'm weak. Self-disclosure. It's freedom. So Adam, God came in, uh, in, in the garden and said, Adam, where are you? God knew he was. God always knows where we are. Can I, even when we hiding, he knows where we are. Adam, where are you? I, 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 I heard you in the garden and I got scared. And, and, he, and, and, and he said, and I, I, and God said, who told you that? Did you partake of the tree that I told you not to partake of? See, 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 it all comes back to guilt. Guilt has, guilt has trapped us not to disclose ourselves. My God. And here's the sad part, that when we look at this, this self-disclosure, only truth is a change agent, only truth is a chiseling agent, only truth is a cleansing agent, only truth is a calming agent, only truth is a Christ-centered agent. Paul was different on a Damascus road than he was in Acts 20 on a Damascus road. He was on his way with letters to kill more Christians and lock them up. And a light appeared to him. That's release. But when you get to Acts 20 and the Ephesian elders say, Paul, we heard some rumors. Don't go back to Jerusalem. Paul said, bonds and afflictions await me. But none of these things move me. That, that was a different Paul. And then Lebron is a different Paul in, First Timothy, in 2 Timothy 4. Paul, we... We heard Nero say he's going to chop your head off today at 12 o'clock. It's 11.30 now. Paul said, well, the time of my departure has come. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. I don't know about you. I want God to reform me. I want to know the Christ who died for me. I want to know the Christ who was buried for me. I want to know the Christ who rose for me. Can I get a witness? But I want to know the Christ that sat at the same dinner table with me. That Christ that said, pass me your fears and I'll pass you my grace. Pass me your hangups and I'll pass you my victory. Can I get a witness? You got to know him for who he is. You got to know him intimately. You got to get undressed. You got to be disclosed. You got to get naked before God and then God will bless you. We're hiding too much. We're hiding all over the place. We're hiding habits. We're hiding hindrances. We're, we're hiding history. Let it down. Thank you for your release. Thank you for reforms. But here's the renewing of my mind. Let me let down all this stuff. Let me stop all these secrets. Let me expose me for who I am. Let me risk the situation on God because God is my Savior. Didn't he die? He died for my sins. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He, he died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion and said, surely this was the son of God. But early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Did he get up? He got up and shook the grave. He got up and shook hell. Can I get a witness? And he wants me to become intimate with him. And the truth will set you free. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Turn to your name and say, neighbor. And the truth will set you free. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved.
you need a release from hell. You need Jesus in your life. He died for your sins and burned rose again. Just raise your hand if you want Christ to come into your life. Just raise your hands. There one. You also need a reform. Raise your hand if you want to join the church for your Christian experience. Is there one? We love to have you. A release without a reform does not work. We need a reform. We need a reform. We need Jesus to come in and become intimate with us and we with him and we with one another. I have nothing to hide. I am who I am by the grace of God. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy and grace. Thank you for our church. Bless every family on the sound of my voice. And God, as we leave this place, help us to have a total recall. Not only the release, but a reform. We want to change under the inspiration of your Holy Spirit. We want to stop protecting ourselves and let you protect us and let you perfect us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you Wednesday. We love you. Have a great day.